So I'm in the barn with Chuck. Mm. Uh, Chuck. Let me think about who this could be. I know you know. Chuck. Barry with an A. (laughs) It's Chuck Barry with an A. And we are drying the beef. Hanging the beef out to age. I guess. You're aging the beef. You know, great. This should have been you. Because I, the whole time, am sort of like following him around and like holding this beef or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. And I like want to know, but I don't want to ask a question that makes it so clear that I don't know. So I'm going like, man, this beef will probably be ready once it's dry, right? And he kind of just keeps laughing, going like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you're funny, man. Yeah, you're funny, man. Hey, I like yeah. that, man. But I'm seriously very confused. I would just say it's lucky you were with Chuck Berry with an A because dry aging the beef for Chuck Berry with an E is a totally different thing. Oh, really? That is so nasty. Oh, good golly. So do you want to tell me what you mean? He... So I guess to like prepare for different, he was like into all this like weird stuff. And so he would take a hair dryer mm-hmm. and dry age his own beef for hours. Okay. Hours and hours. Mm. Putting a very powerful air dryer. That sounds like it would be itchy, right? Gabrus, wouldn't that make you itchy to dry your own beef for uh, hours? And this is me trying to like invite Gabrus into, oh, okay, into the. Yeah. This seems like the kind of shit you talk about, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I was wondering when to step in. I didn't want to like uh, step on you. You guys were like rolling, so I didn't want to jump in there. Yeah. Well, we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, it's been uh, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, Chuck was. I know this through, um, because I've been getting into sort of more of my own, uh, we call it the hipster beef community, and Mm -hmm. we've been like sort of talking about chops and grass-fed and this, you know, grass-finished, all this shit. Chops, grass-finished. Yeah, and then dry aging is something you can technically do with a super power, like a very powerful hair dryer. Okay. Yeah. But Chuck Berry, uh, uh, that was all revealed, like everyone learned about the blow dryer thing from his toilet camp. His toilet cam was accidentally recording one time when he was dry aging beef in, huh. the, in the bathroom. And these vintage toilet cams. Yeah, yeah. It was a eight millimeter toilet cam. It was the huge. I don't know how he didn't know a Bolex. Yeah. You could like. You had to put a eight, every eight minutes. You gotta like you gotta replace put a the black t- uh, sheet over your head to take a dump. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And no, and no powder. one ever figured out what it was. They thought it was just like a privacy thing. But well. I, I'm happy you're here. You were the right guest for the right situation. Did you ever get to have Chuck Barry's beef once it was dry aged, or did you like just had to get out of there out of shame? Uh, I I actually had to move. Oh, you had to move. Oh, okay. 
This is from a past life or is this recent? Uh, this past life, yeah. Uh-oh. No, I was just, um, Hayes and I have been doing past life regressions. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a really cool past life regression pop up in the um, uh, um, uh, William Sonoma near my house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Hayes and I have just been going there and we'll mm-hmm. like buy a pan or whatever. And then we'll go in and find out that we were tribal kings. Mm-hmm. I should do that. I have to get a lot. We were friends before. And you we were? were friends. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that makes sense based on your guys' chemistry. And we uh-huh. passed the best friends test. So when I say we've been doing this for a long time. Oh, you mean generationally. Yeah. 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 Wow, like, wow, yeah. yeah. So there's a best friends test that they gave to me and Hayes. And the guy said we're the only one that passed it. Which and that's is, part of the past lives regression thing? Or is that part of just William Sonoma's other like kind of things they have going on there? I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Did that come up? I did not ask, but he asked me, so you guys best friends? And we look at each other and he goes, you just passed it. He goes, if you're really best friends, you'll check in with each other before you answer. Interesting. Uh-huh. Because that's real friendship is making sure that you're both comfortable oh, with so what you're about to say. Where somebody will go, oh yeah, that's my best friend. And they don't check in. And he goes, those people are bad people and really we were uh, like the reason we were looking at each other is we were gonna do the night the roxbury mm-hmm. uh no <laughs> yes but you have to like, you don't have to tell me what the night at the roxbury is but yeah. like we, you have to look at each other to time it's very hard to just we've time done we've it. mistimed it a lot yeah even after generations of being best friends timing is still difficult for not you guys. all oh. generations had night at the Roxbury and it's important to keep this in right, mind right that's true that's probably mostly just this current life is uh, had the night at the Roxbury as a reference. it pops up throughout it doesn't appear like at regular intervals but it does pop up throughout history um, there are like illuminated manuscripts that are essentially like the Butabis have like taken different forms oh uh, that makes sense because mm-hmm. like in the Iliad there's that moment where yes. they, they kind of look at each other. They don't. They the whole army. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole army does this. The entire army because they're like, "You're not going to storm the city, are you?" And the army goes, "No, <laughs> yes." And before they did the Trojan horse, they tried to get in with just a one dollar bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they said, "What about what if I bring my friend George Washington?" <laughs> well, and and really, oh, some obviously. There's an element of Helen of Troy is the reason they're there, but also Emilio is inside. <laughs> Can I just please welcome everyone to the show Hollywood Handbook? Wagwan. And it's the Insider's Guide. And Gabrus is here. John Gabrus, it's been so long since you've done this mm, show. Yeah, I was holding out to have something to plug, and uh, you guys needed a guest. <laughs> yeah. Still don't have anything to plug, so you've been doing all these different shows. What, what what shows are we d- are doing these days? And we have the Action Boys, we have the Action Boys, correct? And we have High and Mighty, correct? And Raised by TV, you have admitted was fake, and you don't like. Yeah. you were not Raised by TV at all. That was a deep fake. Someone it uh, was a deep fake. Yeah. Oh wow! Someone, so you weren't even involved. No. Some uh, Lapkus compiled all of my audio from uh, 300 episodes of High and Mighty, and sort of built mm. an algorithm. Them and just engage. Is it only three hundred? 
It's maybe it's 200 and something, but no, I'd rather not think about how many hours I spent sitting in my office talking to a, a near strangers about whatever garbage. Um, Dominoes so, yeah, or, or Little oh, you're, Caesar. You're damn right. I got 40 minutes of opinions on this. Now, you said something to plug and it remind me of a true story that I told two different people recently, and they both brought up your name. <laughs> so I was telling a story about a friend of mine in Connecticut and his fiance saying that he had recently, for the first time, tried using a butt plug. And he said something that I thought was very funny where he went, <laughs> don't start with the medium. <laughs> I went, I went, why did you start with the medium? He went, well, I'm like 6'3". I'm a pretty big guy. And, and two different people went, sounds like something gay. <laughs> <laughs> he thought his height related to how wide the opening of his butt was. That's also, fair. that his first instinct after saying that he started using a, a butt plug would be to share advice. <laughs> Because you're going to do it. You heard he's doing it. You're going to do it. I know I know. I brought it up, so it's already in your mind. I just want to <laughs> give you the heads up. Start small. That, that is something I would say. I remember I got in a lot of trouble with them. Uh, I donated blood, and I said, well, I'm like 6'2", 300 pounds, so you can take three pints. And they oh, were like, oh, that's not how it works. I'm like, trust me, that's how it works. And then I was sort of, you know, I went out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Came back. Because you're like, I have all, all this blood. I, I, I got to have more blood than you. You know what I mean? Right. I'm twice your size. There's got to be at least twice the amount of blood in me. Right. But it's like filling up the, or you have more organs too. Yeah, more organs. More, yes. That need more blood. That's uh, what it is. It's extra organs. Yeah, I'm not. A lot of people think I'm overweight because, like, at a cursory oh, I glance, hate hearing yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah they're have, like, this guy's fat. And it's like, well, why don't you talk to me a little bit and find out about how many pancreases uh, I have yeah. and shit like yeah. that? Why don't yeah. you take a look and yeah. see that, yeah, maybe there's. Uh, maybe six or seven appendices. Yeah. Uh -huh. Some people are like, oh, uh, I'm I'm not fat. I'm big boned. And you never hear, I'm not fat. I'm multi-organic. Multi-organ. Yeah. 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 And can I say, Gabriel, it's hundreds of hearts. That's true. Mm -hmm. A hundred of hundreds of tiny hearts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's uh, like little chicken. You ever go to a Brazilian churrascaria and yeah. got the little <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken hearts on a spear? Of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do these powerful hours, don't you? Yes. yes. <laughs> don't you? I was hoping we'd get to talk about my power hours. Yeah. And what is this? Um, it's um, a way to admit that you don't have enough legs to just get up on stage and perform. Mm. So for us, it's just a, uh, you know, it's a device in which uh, I drink. So uh, 60 shots of beer, mm. one a minute for 60 minutes, the hour, mm. the hour of power, if you will. And mm. then... Uh, Doing that sort of takes the pressure off having to be entertaining or interesting mm -hmm. or funny. How much beer is that? It's about, if you're pouring exactly one ounce pours, it's 60 ounces, which is about five cans of beer or five bottles of beer. Mm -hmm. But five beers, five beers in one hour. And it is not, it's not, it doesn't sound like a lot, mm. but it's more about the. Consistent. It does. It's more about yeah, just pretending that you're really 
like fucked up. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> no, it, the the weirdest thing about power hour is that the most fucked the most fucked up crazy. you are after a power hour is is uh, the most fucked up you are during a power hour is ninety minutes after the show <laughs> is over. That's when everything when your body is processed, what you just drank, and then you're in your mm -hmm. Uber home from UCB Sunset mm -hmm. saying, "I need to figure my life out," mm -hmm. and then boom, you're hit. Well, I mean. You uh you look at your direct deposit from UCB and then it and comes right, in that oh, wow. fast. It's, it's immediate. I you can't leave the theater without. Yeah, I'm grandfathered in to through the, the direct deposit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grandfathered in, so big chunk of my ticket sales gets directly deposited into mm. my account. So that's nice. That's people a admit, nice piece of change. Yeah, yeah. And people admit that they suck themselves on the on in these things often. Yeah, right. Yeah. Often people admit. People talk so about one out sucking of, themselves. <laughs> yeah. It comes up way more than it should. Without like, yeah, anyone asking, hour, yeah, no, yeah, no, it was no independently brought up. Apropos of nothing, literally. Uh, I guess we were revealing secrets, and uh, sure, but not a secret anymore. No, not at all, mm. man. And look, I feel bad. I don't know if he, uh, if uh, the individual we're discussing was a hundred percent ready to reveal that, but at least it hasn't become an absolute <laughs> thing that comes up every single time uh, he or I are around anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you feel bad, and yet you did absolutely nothing to. Oh, I didn't to, edit it out. Yeah, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't like. Over the years, I used to work really hard and really care about my output as like a podcaster. But more recently, I've sort mm -hmm. of just gone like, like let me just do the thing. You know, let me just Rather. go on raw, unedited, mm -hmm. delirious. That's they like this yeah. better. Yeah, they like this better. They like it better. And then you find out they like it better, and then you find out that eliminating. Asking someone to edit your podcast mm -hmm. is a huge burden off your back. Mm -hmm. Especially, and you're not doing it yourself. Oh, God, it's amazing. Can I also point out my pop socket broke? My Earwolf pop Real socket. pop socket. Did you get one of these things? No, no. I got a HeadGum uh, ID lanyard from uh, my, my other employer, HeadGum, but I'm <sighs> holding out for Earwolf. I'm. Uh, Earwolf uh, does owe me one pop socket, mm -hmm. one Office Ladies t shirt. And one hundred dollars for my appearance on Scam Goddess, but at least it's not impossible, and you have to humiliatingly go through thousands of hoops to ask for a hundred dollars. Unbelievable that even you have a podcast in the calendar year twenty nineteen. If it's not active on like Christmas Day. Mm. You are off the Christmas gift bag. Yes, yes. It reminds yes. me when I was a PA at MTV and you had to work uh, 46 weeks yeah. out of the year to get invited to the Christmas party. Mm. It was a great way to eliminate freelancers. And I see the same thing happening here at Earwolf, the viacomization of Earwolf. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get when you were uh, FOT, as we call it, um, oh, friend yeah. of Tina uh, on 30 Rock, one of the TGS writers? Did you ever end up getting a Christmas gift there? Uh would that have been like a hoodie or something? I feel yeah. like, yeah, I think I got a Christmas gift one year. I did but not. I did, really, I did watch other people with the same job get it, <laughs> which was nice, but I did not. Despite your magnanimity and making all the friends you made, uh, engaging with everyone, they still didn't get you a Christmas gift? Something, yes, and I'm trying to pin down what it was. That put me in a different category. Um, in many ways, maybe it just they knew I I just didn't need it. <laughs> Often right. you get noticed more in those situations by being frosty and withholding. <laughs> like Tina's be like, who's that interesting guy brooding on the on the other side mm -hmm. of the room? Mm -hmm. 
I think that's why they disliked me because I was always trying yeah. to do uh, – I was told my job was practically an extra mm-hmm. and I misinterpreted that as be extra. So I was doing a lot of yes. – I was doing a lot of walking lunge crosses and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, these guys might be trying to get in shape. You know, I was writing a bunch of backstory for all the FOTs. That's where that term came from. It's funny. extras <laughs> from this one yes. of the extra. <laughs> from this one rocks. guy who was an extra. It's As I look back – I don't think the mistake I made was not putting more of my personality out there. That's never the right move. (laughs) I don't think that's what I should have been doing. No, I agree. That's not what you should have been doing. There may not have been a win for me there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about, so let's talk about these powerful hours and what power uh really is and so it's like is it power to like go on stage and like get messed up or is like get fucked up right and it's like yes i could do this like i can do that that's power that's a type of power yes i could do probably like 300 of these like (laughs) these things yeah i could uh because i have that kind of like i have metabolic uh, control in a way that I can like process it oh. really fast. I'll need like a big bucket. He can speed up and slow down his heart rate and digestive system yeah. with only his mind. So I'll need like a bucket on stage because I will like process it immediately. It's not like running to the bathroom. So you or process whatever. it completely into urine. It like fall. Mind. It basically falls out. It's not okay. urine. It's so you neither, like shut off it's neither fish nor yes. fowl and just let it shoot through you. It's not urine or fecal matter, but it is <laughs> waste. I guess my main question is it's where is it you, coming out of? Yeah, where yeah. are you placing the bucket? All <laughs> over. Yeah. No, oh, he's gonna be in the bucket. Oh, you gotta get in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. feet oh, off yeah. the ground, right? Uh my feet are sticking out outside, but so like, you're sort of toy- my hind quarters and like my lower parts are like kind of tucked into the bucket. Yeah, so like a toilet. Feet- yeah, there's like a- on the bucket and your dick is tucked in in the water. <laughs> well, there's a mesh <laughs> hammock that he's sitting in. <laughs> That kind of dips his nether regions down. Nice. And then his feet can be raised out over the edge. Oh, okay. No, you're right. So you need a bucket with a mesh hammock and stirrups. Got it. It's like, it's just like a toilet where you lift up the, you lift up the bottom seat and just going to put your entire bottom self in there, except for the mesh hammock element. Because I have to do like meet and greets after and stuff. I can't be like fully inside the bucket Mm -hmm. as I would be for the toilet. I've had so much splashback from shitting in the toilet, but now I do the thing where I put my whole butt in the water then and just and it's a water birth more or less it just goes right out right down the drain there's nothing i have to worry about mm. it's like because i used to shit and then the splash and then mm. my window is street my bathroom window is street facing and you would hear like women walking their dogs being like good god what the fuck was that so then i added like uh started putting my butt all the way into the water in the water and now i can't even i can't pee from stand i have to uh uh-huh. superman on top of my toilet and get my pecker into well, the water not unlike like, that awkward moment yeah. If you recall in that awkward moment when dude dick gets so hard yeah. from Viagra mm-hmm. and he does have to Superman across his entire toilet to get his hard dick pointing downward into the bowl. Oh, I wish I could have been there on set because I would have said like, if this is the case, you use the toilet seat to hold it in place. 
That's what I did. Like one time, I OD'd on Cialis. Uh, it was uh, Electric Daisy Carnival in Vegas, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I couldn't get my dick to aim right. So if you put the toilet seat on top of it and push down, or you have a backpack that's heavy, you can put the backpack on it and kind of hold your dick in place, and then right. you can just cut loose. You can let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really clever. <laughs> but we were talking about... <clears throat> What real power is? Yes, and is it losing yourself? Well, and and well, and sex is about power, isn't it? Uh, yes. Expand on that. Sex isn't about sex. Sex is about power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who got the power to make you bust? And so, like, when we talk about like power, it's like control and like. Being like incredibly disciplined and like fully in command. Yeah, you're describing my entire yes. my comedy ethos. Yes, and like making mm. like the, control like, precision. These like care. positive choices and like yeah, being fully in command of yourself. So we want to do a power hour that is actually mm. powerful, mm. like for real. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and it is a power hour. Instead of beer, we will be doing salad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where every uh, I guess 10 seconds, because we don't have a lot of time, No, we eat a bunch of some salad. salad. Okay, yeah. so every 10 seconds we take a bite of salad? A bunch of it. A bunch yeah. of salad. Okay, and then for how long do we do this for? An hour. An hour. Okay. <laughs> so that's 600 bunches of salad? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the power also so you says you guys Can I have salad, please? You I've been want- talking about the salad, and Kevin's like waiting for his like He's big like, when do I- chance to like bring in the salad. It's like, it's obviously like, now dude, you when obviously I'm talking about bring the, salad. In the salad. Oh, oh my, one of my favorite salads, the uh, Super Greens. Uh, uh-huh. Dry, big... Plastic container of greens. Take your fork, please. Or do you not want to use a fork? I'll use a fork. Okay. I'm, uh, here. Clem dog. Uh, mm. Oh, good. Dressing. <laughs> what is it about and dressing? And this is uh, from the organic girl, uh, which I hate to do this in front of. You, Jordan, because this is sort of your right. Jordan is known as Pesticide Girl. What? She's, she's pro DEET. Yeah. So, Pesticides yes. Girl? Pesticides Girl. Yes. Did you, do you not know that you're is it more pro known chem- as this from your farming practices? Is it more pro chemical or anti bug? Neither. I don't, uh, it's anti. All right. The clock went off. That's one bite. Let's okay, go, guys. Yeah, you have to do like the one salad. And this is how we become powerful, isn't it? And the vitamins in the salad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. This is fun to have as the first thing you have after coffee is a dry piece of either baby greens, <laughs> red and green Swiss chard, tat soy, arugula, or spinach. So which one do you think tat soy is? Bro, <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Oh. Hey, is you found you I you, like, you work bite. at a, you work at a co-op or something like that, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh which one is Tatsoy in here? Tatsoy is there's one Tatsoy. So there's like Oh, you got to find it. A bunch of yeah. every other it's like thing. It's like a ba- it's like the New Orleans cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I, yeah, I believe there's, there's a tradition like that in Judaism as well. But I don't remember exactly what yeah. it is. I already gotten a little hot water for my Judaism opinions on High and Mighty, so I'm going to Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound, I I hope, worse than it is. 
Do you want me to keep a timer, or do yeah, you no, just want to eat it? No, like we got it. No, we're good. <laughs> I just think eating huge handfuls of dry. Yeah, so it's every ten seconds, so we just have to be kind of doing it constantly. Now, there's a dressing that Kevin has purchased. Uh, that is a zesty uh, cumin dressing. Would you like to say something about how that looks like? Uh, uh, there's the recum in it. <laughs> yeah, I would love. I would love to say something like that. By all means. Well, I think if I polish off this bottle, I'll be zesty cumin. <laughs> Where's the hyena when you need him? And that's for episode that comes out tomorrow. Oh, okay, yeah. Hard for me to keep track. <laughs> I almost shattered the logic. You guys want to try this? I'll try it. Oh, no. It's so much. So, so I'm uncomfortable because of how much salad dressing Gibbert just poured on his salad. It smells awful. This zesty cumin is nasty, dude. Oh, yeah. Freaking Oh, it's got like the texture of shampoo. It's like pearl colored. And oh. it, <laughs> it tastes like pool, like chlorine, like oh. pool chlorine. <laughs> now, oh. <laughs> <laughs> too spicy, very zesty, baby. Mm, now, yeah. Gabrus, you said you didn't have anything to plug, but I know you're being modest. I did watch the movie Bombshell the other day on a screener, <laughs> mm. and in fact. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you sort of got to live out your living room fantasy of cheering on Megan Kelly while she does her thing? Yeah, that was it was very awesome for me to be able to uh, be pro Megan Kelly, mm-hmm. which I've been trying to be, like back her up. So for me to do that. Not a lot of people know this, but my dad was a lighting technician for uh, Fox 5 News in New York, Mm, not Fox mm. News. Uh, So for me to get to play a role that was pretty similar to my dad's and make like his weekly rate in one day (laughs) was kind of like uh, (laughs) a moving moment for me, a touching moment for me. Can you do your your trailer moment where... Yeah, I'll do my trailer moments right here. Now, and he folded his arms (laughs) and he kind of nodded. With like a little smile, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's after I say, give him hell, Megan. Um, it was fun working with Charlie's. Uh, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't worked with her professionally, mostly just she plays in the poker game I play in, and uh, mm. she's at a lot of the same parties, but it was nice to work with her, work with her. Mm. And I wasn't a nervous wreck at all when the, the director asked me to fake mic her since I'm playing a sound guy and I have to touch... Uh, her dress and chest area, and I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I learned later just touch touch the dress. I was trying to be like, well, a lot of the sound guys I interact with are absolute creeps, so I want to. I went back to that for a, a sense bit. of realism, yeah, yeah, especially given the subject matter of the film, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was I was doing a little little subtle meta commentary, and then you know I was told to back off that a little mm-hmm. bit, but it was a, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, I learned a lot about um, you know. Women can be anchors. Uh, men can be yeah. sound guys. Like it, a lot of stuff came up. No, these traditional roles that we always think of, yeah. of the sound woman, right? And like uh, the anchor man, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So when it's anchor woman and sound man, it just feels progressive and nice. And then uh, learning like what a mastermind Roger Ailes was was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really about 
to that. Can you eat some of your salad, please? I actually can't. This this, this salad dressing tastes like Thai uh, hot sauce or something at this point. And so you have no power if you don't don't eat it. Okay, I gotta get my power. We... So we There's not do, a dry leaf in this basket. Not J. Road seems like in the house. Did you some uh, weed stuff you could do with that? Yeah, I was doing that. I was like J. Roach. Okay, I recognize you from my ashtray. Okay, <laughs> yes, perfect. Was Austin Powers this episode? Because <laughs> didn't he direct that? That also comes out tomorrow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a precog. <laughs> A lot, a lot of people know this, but you guys let me listen to the pro version ahead of time to see if I have any notes. Or I'm like the susser of the pro version. Or so you don't do any stuff. Like I don't do anything at early, all. But, but, yeah. Or there's a pool of comedy ideas, and we all sort of share from that. You know, you kind of get dibs, and you pick yours. So we have I, to mail the pro version to ourselves <laughs> for copyright purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We we share with Gabriel mm-hmm. and we say like we go hey what are you going to talk about this week he goes well I'm talking about Judaism in an offensive way and we go okay so we won't we're do that one <laughs> we're not going to do that we'll put that we'll put ours out a couple of weeks from now yes mm-hmm. exactly we'll sit on that for now um and then we'll say to him hey we're going to reference Austin Powers every single episode. <laughs> And a lot of times stuff gets stolen. We had a, like a pro version where we were in Chris Paul's garage looking mm-hmm. at his, we had like developed this concept where we're looking at his different trophies from like different uh, like parts of his career. And the teams that he played for are like represented by the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we notice, we're like, hey, Chris, you didn't play for the Bucks. There's a deer's head through, Yeah. And then it turns out that it's a live male deer in his garage. Holy shit. And it starts. It starts kicking the shit (laughs) out of his fucking car Mm -hmm. and knocking shit over. I mean, this fucking deer goes, forgive me, buck crazy. And so you are forgiven, fully my buck son. crazy. And so, have you not seen this commercial? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming there is some context. You guys telling me this story. I don't. It, they the commercial it became rip- a State Farm commercial. Oh yeah. And then we got the pro version. We go. Well, I wish that Chris Paul would get on this chain with some of us, where we'll say like, "Hey, Gabrus, are you going to talk about shit in your pants this week?" Because then yeah. we won't. Right. And then we'll say, but then we we have the clause now where it's like, just don't. You guys can never talk about shitting your pants because it's mm-hmm. sort of, you yep. know. No, I mean, we can talk about sitting and in a bucket Sean, with a mesh hammock. Right, yeah. right. That's completely, yeah, that's fine. That's yours. You and, own that. And now Sean did also talk about it in the episode that comes out tomorrow before you got here. Oh, uh, okay. Well, well, maybe we don't know if that part's going to be edited out or not. No. We'll see. Because I don't no. think I'm As talking about now, shitting my pants. Know. I'm talking more this week, like a lot of stuff like shitting on glass and stuff. Well, and it, but you also, I think... <laughs> Had had spoken to us about, hey, I really want to do an episode where it's sort of me like feeling around in the dark for a light switch for almost half of it. <laughs> Just kind of, there's a tone that seems like it might be comedic, <laughs> but there's not really an idea to it. And we said, come on, man, that's, that's our show. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's hard when you when the the note you give is sort of the uh, like the idea behind podcasting, <laughs> behind the entire medium. Right. It's like, oh, I, sorry, Picasso, don't use paint. That's what I'm doing over here. And people like making people feel like they have come to like something when instead they have just gotten used to it. Oh yeah, and they're I, comparing their experience to disliking it before now yeah. they've accepted it but they think they like it oh yeah they think they enjoy the red light that's right at the corner of their block but yeah. really they just have seen it every single or once a week or twice a week yes. or for uh hundreds of episodes and mm-hmm. now they're just like this is one of my favorite red lights in mm-hmm. my town yeah. yeah and it's like this is water you know what i mean no this is an idea i had no yes where there's this <laughs> no yes there's these fish yes Fish say, can you believe there's all this water? Yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> no, the yes, old exactly fish, yes. The old fish say something, right? Yes. Yes. And he says. <laughs> Actually, we're going to have to edit this out because I do this sort of exact You do this? Way. Yeah. No. Well, I let me. So the this old- is water. Well, the old fish says, to me, the sky is water. And the water is basically the air and the sky. And the water is like land to me. So the, fish, well, the, it, the sky is water to me and the water is water? basically air. And, and the water land is to me. like air and land. <laughs> or like really the top of the water is like the ground. Oh. To this, to this, like this fish. Yeah. This you old think fish. About this. The old fish. You think about it, it's upside down. Interesting, like Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things in a way, or I believe there's a movie where uh, they're, like, they're living in they're a city down. that's like partly upside down. Mm. Uh, and I'll figure out what this movie is, but it really is like this, what the situation for fish, you think about it. Like, the sky is water. Correct. Because you mm. can't, it is blue. Oh. But they can't go in, Fuck, they yeah. can't go in there for, they can only go in there for a little bit. The sky is water. The same as me for the water. water As water is, and then to to them, you're to you, right? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. Yes. Now, where where do they land on the ground that's at the bottom of water? Is that sky to the fish? That's the moon. That's the moon. Okay. That's their moon. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. That movie was called Upside Down. It's from 2012. Uh, and it's with Kirsten Dunst. Oh, oh! And this really is, and that's with the old fish who yeah. tells you that the ground it's, it's is about the moon. this story. And yeah, the old fish can only go in the sky for a little bit. It's and it's the lesson you learn with the oh, toilet salad bite. Oh, oh God. shit! Yeah, I'm back again. Oh, Hollywood handbook. Hollywood handbook. Just a lot. And you see how with a power hour like this, where we are actually becoming powerful and doing discipline, Mm -hmm. we are not talking about sucking ourselves. We're talking about philosophical ideas. Water. We're talking about the 2012 film Upside Down with Kirsten Dunst. And the nature. Not facetious bullshit. We're getting into it. We're getting powerful. We're we're actually digging in, Mm -hmm. exploring ourselves. Exposing ourselves. That was a big bite. We're just sitting here exposing ourselves. too big. Putting the tips of our genitals in our mouths. Not talking about self-sucking and revealing things and being gross. We're eating yeah. salad, having philosophical conversations. And also, cocks out, tips in our mouths. But it's like, and this is the thing for him too. You can't get the whole thing in there. He's saying like, oh, you can. 
I've seen it. You've seen it? He gets a whole thing in? Yeah. He's got to roll it up a little bit because it's about – you have. it's hard to explain, but mm. it's training. It's like – I don't know if I believe this. It's a high level of physical achievement. Is I think he can – I think he does essentially a tongue tease with it. I think that's what we're talking about. Okay. We don't need to get into your search terms, Hayes. This is – look. Gianna Michaels tongue tease. And I will prove it. You'll prove it before, yes. As like as God is my witness, I will prove. Is that what that all these pictures of Weiger with like red string connecting mm-hmm. on the wall here in Earwolf? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, it's math. It's just math. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I see. It's mostly it's mostly math. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a beware of this guy kind of situation, but now I see what it is. No, this equation was on the board when Hayes came in. <laughs> and he, and he added the red string and solved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he added the Weiger stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the string was actually here too. Oh, I thought you guys. I'm sorry if uh, we can cut this later, but I thought you guys were trying to like not comment on how much Hayes went to Harvard since like the sort of backlash against Ivy League school stuff has come out. Is there backlash against that? <laughs> it's an excellent school. The guy worked his fucking ass off. Yeah, that's what people uh, used to assume, but now we assume like you know, Doctor Davenport went there in the '60s, and or my dad was like Jeffrey Epstein or something, <laughs> which he was not. Yeah, it's a bummer you have to keep telling people. I that. know. I don't know how this got out. Yeah, it would make your last name would be Epstein. Yeah, for starters. Yeah. I well, mean, unless. Yeah. Well, what it doesn't matter. Uh. This was a, that was a, a you want to hear a, a joke I did for Big Lake, the one of the only ones that got on. Chris uh, Chris Parnell walks into a classroom with a really <laughs> complicated math equation on it, uh, and he's like studying the equation, uh, and then he erases part of it and <laughs> writes "titty" on the board with two D's. <laughs> Did you write for Big Lake? Yeah, I did. did you you know, really should have been. Damn thing. Were you an extra in that show? No, I played the pizza delivery guy, and I don't even remember the context. I was just. I don't either. I just had a pizza waiting in uh, someone's office when they entered. It must have been. We must have met. But it's a guarantee that you would have been on that show at that time. <laughs> at that, oh yeah, it was an absolute certainty. <laughs> I remember auditioning for the pizza guy role and it was like one line and I had to like go all the way to like uptown to like read for it. And I'm like, probably and I'm like at the time, no, I pretty much study. every single one involved, uh, every single person involved with the show. Well, not Arguably, every person. Yeah, yeah. Not every person. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Hayes. You had to work then. for yeah. it. I only knew like uh tough blue collar, like Jersey guys that were coming up through there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Not these Ivy League, not these elites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We broke in. Not these boys club. Your precious. <laughs> Rarified world. <laughs> See, and this is we like we get into it. No, we get into it. We, we actually talk about are Lee Harvey Oswald episode of Big Lake. We talk about <laughs> all of these things. Right? Like, you guys wrote the you wrote the the ninety right the ten ninety mm-hmm. deal. World you had them all written. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the deal with Big Lake. We got a ten episode order, and the. If it reached a certain ratings threshold, we would get 90 more episodes ordered right away. Mm-hmm. We got it, obviously. <laughs> we overdid it. Like, over-exceeded what we needed to do to get the 90. Wrote the 90. 
And we're like, you know what? I'm so bored. I'm so tired and bored. Everybody just like, Gethard is like, I could probably do better by like saying that the show was like canceled mm. and like becoming this inspirational figure. Right. Instead of mm. what am I going to be like? A wild success from this. It's then really going to present. What's my identity? Yeah, it's you know? really a smart you move. Mm-hmm. You, it's easy. Like, not a lot of people can do something like that. Like, spin having their own TV show and have ten episodes of it air into a tragedy, into a loss. But, but I guess if the prospect is a hundred, you can sell that. I was I only did ten of, of being the lead of a TV show. Yeah, I'm fucked now. Yeah. But you can't do that if you get the hundred. If you get the hundred, you you can't. If you get no. the hundred, you are in real hot water because. <laughs> Ask Charlie Sheen what happened with anger management. Guy got guy got yes. HIV doing that. <laughs> no, it gave him. It gave him HIV. Yeah, tiger blood. That not a lot of people know he used t- tainted tiger blood. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Eat your food. <laughs> oh yeah, it's time okay. to take a bite. It's been so about much 10 more salad to go. Bite. Yeah. And your drawer, how was your uh, Christmas time? How <laughs> <laughs> was my Christmas time? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Uh, or, or holidays? It yeah, was good. Remember, I do anti-Semitism this week, so let's ask. Would happy you, holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays. Uh, would you like to know what I got as a gift from all my siblings? Mm, they yeah, all chipped yeah. in, or they each individually got you they, the same thing by accident. Stitcher premium in. subscription. <laughs> oh, I wish. Check out the Gino Lombardo show. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I got money towards taking UCB courses. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, man. Your family's like, I look... Your fucking game is off. Let's get you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I read it. Or yeah. they were like, you need friends. Yeah. This will be the place to go. Yeah. Do you, do, are you like lacking in uh, white guys as friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You don't find you don't, yourself you don't, around enough of them you don't your, find yourself in your work? <laughs> as, as you're part of your job here. At your... Is there anywhere that you could meet <laughs> smug white guys? <laughs> Who ha- who were smarter than a lot of people in their high school, so now believe themselves to be geniuses, <laughs> despite having moved to a major metropolitan area. <laughs> no, I can't find that anywhere. Yeah. That's what I've been looking for. It's Money tours. You gotta take a Todd Fazin class, dude. <laughs> Money towards a UCB. Right, because she only got $700, so yeah. she can almost so take the sitcom Russian class. <laughs> No, they got me a certain amount that I told them how much it actually was, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't give you enough." Yeah. And, and so. your 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 sister was like, "I cut off all my hair to them." And your your brother's like, "Oh no, I donated so much blood." And I, everyone made these huge magi level sacrifices yeah. to get you into. Have you taken level one? I haven't taken any courses. Oh yeah, okay. A bunch of Hollywood Handbook people listeners are really excited for me to do it. Don't call I'm those like, lists. Don't call listeners Hollywood Handbook people. These oh. are the Hollywood Handbook people: <laughs> Kevin, Clements, and you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, uh, the listeners are very excited for me, and I'm 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 not so excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited for you either. <laughs> Let's get. I mean, this is a good time to get in there. Should yeah. we like do a this warm is up? The right time. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a sort of a cool underground thing right now. Yeah, it's sort. It's interesting because there. It's very reminiscent of history. Like, 
uh, those guys who paddled out to the Titanic and were like climbing on board as it was going towards the iceberg. <laughs> those guys were like, <laughs> um, yeah. Should we um, should we get her prep for day one? Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, so day one. All right. I, I can actually probably do the one on one curriculum by heart at this point. After year. I mean, I'm I'm mocking the shit out of this, but I have dedicated a huge t- uh, chunk of the last 15 years of my. Uh, I took my first class when I was 21. That so was last, my entire identity through <laughs> up until like 25 to 35. I yeah. <laughs> Same here. Like <laughs> 21 through 35. Uh, that's all that mattered to me was getting a sketch into beyond Christides or beneath Christides. Mm. <laughs> beneath Christides makes way more sense. Mm, not too shabby. Yeah. <laughs> Doing shabby this weekend. Yeah. How many? Uh, <laughs> is it good that I, this is like the last thing I ever thought I would ever get as a gift? Is that huh? good? Like, am I going in and as a, in a good mindset? Yeah, that like, you're the one who goes in and is like, hey, I'm just here, like, I'm just, like, bullshitting. And yeah. they're like... I fully don't understand hey, your question. <laughs> you, they're like, hey, you got the goods, yeah. pal. Yeah. Like, you're sticking around. Really, they want you to pay for five more classes. Uh, but... <laughs> I remember one person in particular being like, you're like serious about this stuff. Like you like want to do it. I'm doing this as like a joke. But they're hoping to get like really discovered. And and they are working in the industry today. (laughs) Took the joke too far. So what does she have to look forward to? That's actually pretty. That's kind of fun, too. You should take a few UCB classes so you can see so that some of the worst personalities are rewarded with career success. Oh, great. Which is kind of a fun thing about the business. Yeah. And, you know, UCB teaches teamwork and group mind. But really, if you stand out as much as possible as an individual, mm-hmm. that's the way to get plucked to success. Mm-hmm. So, But some there are exceptions like the people in this room yeah, who have course. incredible personalities. And no success. <laughs> So what does she have to look forward to? Um, uh, I'm not saying our personalities are good, but they are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- like uh, dictionary definition, our personalities are incredible. Mm-hmm. Tell her about the first day. <laughs> All right, so you'll do crazy eights. What's crazy eight? Play hotspot. Uh, you'll play hotspot. What's that? <laughs> This guy doesn't even know how to do crazy eights. You call yourself a fucking comedian. Good luck in Hollywood. What is God, crazy eights? Markedly more successful than I am. Should we do it? Good luck in Hollywood. Guy who's doing better and has actively retired from comedy than me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like mocking a guy who's passed this entire phase of his life. I guess I mean technically hey. I'm past comedy too and just into <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yeah, he just puts on his headphones one ear at a time just like everybody else. He's a normal human man. Salad bite. Salad bite. God, I've eaten so much of this. Me too, salad. And there's, but there's so just, much left. make a dent. I recommend pouring cum all over it and it'll slow you down a little bit. What? How do you play Crazy Eights? Is a game? It's uh, just mm. like you shake your body. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Like... It's just like a lot left of- hand. It's essentially the hokey pokey. Yeah, <laughs> your left hand, your right hand. The first right. couple, but of- it's for big boys. The, yeah, it's for it's for adults who are studying theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first couple of uh, first couple of episodes, first couple of uh, classes of one on one is about 
kind of purposefully embarrassing yourself so that you feel less shame <laughs> doing mm-hmm. make believe in front of like I, I found that it's just like breaking do, you yeah do break you down to build you back up <laughs> we're sort of like the marine corps mm-hmm. except we make you feel goofy so that you're comfortable uh playing a rastafarian orderly or something like that later on in improv not anymore not anymore though right that's of course <laughs> some of the, my favorite improvisers were known for their amazing asian <laughs> impressions <laughs> those guys are all gone these days <laughs> With a couple notable exceptions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people still rocking hard. Yep. <laughs> then it's like, yeah. it's taught by people who had to do it. So right. they're like, I went through it. Yeah. Like, it was good enough for me. <laughs> I did crazy nuts every week for yep. five years before I was even considered for mm-hmm. Harold Knight. Mm-hmm. Hot spot. And that's called a cycle of, not abuse in this case. No. <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> Embarrassment, humiliation. It's a cycle of just like, what? <laughs> Perfect. So they already do I that guess with you. I think oh. you're going to like it, Jordan. I think I'm going to like it. I have another have fun. There's I have a- another story. And you have fun doing this, too. <laughs> wait, you call that last thing a story? <laughs> That's a story. Okay, okay. Can't wait to hear They're another my story. story. My stories oh, wow. aren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Should be at Christmas. Save, save all this for uh, uh, I think week five is when we start talking monologues in one hundred and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Coming from a place that of comes truth. up a lot in this in this industry. Yeah. So giving monologues that are truthful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's really only important to the uh, form the Armando, that which is what Ascat is, and uh, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what was your other story, Jordan? I mocked it, but I'm not doing much better than you are. <laughs> Uh, my other story is that thanks to Hollywood Handbook Pro version, uh, a listener reached out to me and helped me get out of an enterprise craziness thing that I had going on. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you like, have you weaponized the fucking scoop troop to get no. things done what for you? No. That all They're our Jordan's private would. army. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's uh, like activated your fandom for on her behest. It's like uh, they yeah they jumped my car the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fucking gig of uh, uh, dick pics coming in. Everybody, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> no, do don't that. do that. Don't do that. I'm Everybody, Abrus on just, social media, just calm down. <laughs> Yeah. All of our listeners, just wait. Let's that's calm, a great moment. Just cool it a let's, little bit. Let's take this moment to say that to your listeners, mm-hmm. the listeners of High and Mighty podcast listeners in general. I would say anyone who's a fan of anything, just chill the fuck yeah. out. Whether it's the Clippers or uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars or Comedy Bang Bang, uh, just fucking chill. Just every single one of you, cool it. This is an attitude that I would say extended from podcast fandom into the geopolitical climate. <laughs> <laughs> There has been a ripple effect <laughs> from essentially the Earwolf Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Earwolf Reddit is swaying uh, government elections. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like the CIA of the eighties. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in this place where everybody just needs to just chill out, <laughs> just a little bit. Truly, like not all, all the way. Out. No, but not all the way. Keep listening. Keep supporting. Oh God! Keep the, do, keep, do it more. Keep keep buying fucking uh, delivery pillows and mm-hmm. meals getting shipped to your house. Keep doing all that. That we love. Wait, there's pillows. 
<laughs> I don't have pillows yet. Trying to get on. Oh. I I build my house out based on podcast advertising. I'm like, fuck, our microwave's out. I'm like, we got to get a microwave company on board. <laughs> Tell them to send me a, uh, our company will send you a microwave that can fit in a small box. And when you mm-hmm. open it, it becomes a full-size microwave. Mm-hmm. And you just send it right back. <laughs> you microwave one thing and send it back. Um, Keep doing all that, but stop... Uh, you know, pl- extrapolating what you think uh, more about hosts' lives mm-hmm. based on something they've said on the mic. Stop interacting with them in person in in a way that's terrifying, even to me, who's got pretty uh, you know savvy social uh, judo skills, and yeah. I'm still scared of a lot of you mm-hmm. <laughs> freaks and pretty there. loose standards for what's appropriate behavior in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It might could it have something to do with that you talk about nutting just all the time. I will say that my choices of topic and the fact that I like to roast people means that people come up to me and are like, yeah. "What's up, you fat <laughs> fucking loser? You guys like IPAs, you fucking dorks!" And they like fucking try to get me, and I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm different than you." <laughs> Got bad news. You you're the fattest fan of mine, and you're calling me a fat fuck. <laughs> You just won Gabrus's fattest fan <laughs> my annual competition. We send pictures of the underside of your gut after sitting with a big belt buckle on for a long period of time, so I can see what kind of fucking dents you have going on underneath there. Wow! So I'd like to thank uh, I'd like to thank this year's winner. Uh, that's not our fan base. <laughs> no, we have a, we have a lot of people who are sort of like scared of the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> You would like them to keep helping you with stuff. No, but. no. What did no. they? That's what did the they lie. get you out? We have already. We have already encountered. I cannot have a Tinder profile because people know me because of the show, and it uh, makes it hmm. super awkward. <laughs> Y'all don't want to be on Tinder. No. No. So, but maybe your uh, ScoopTube fame could get you on Raya. Mm, mm. And then you could be 2020 up. goals. Right then, yeah, there. then you could fuck DJs. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, fucking DJs is goals. <laughs> this at a concert though, at a show. Oh yeah, wow, you gotta fuck at a show, at, at a show yeah. under the booth. Thanks for backing off calling a DJ performance a concert. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still confused. Much appreciated. <laughs> Real musician, musicians everywhere, and magicians. What are very did they happy. get? What enterprise did they get you out of? So I had a tussle with Enterprise when we had. You we were talking about my family vacation back in November, and under <laughs> Can't my. Can't believe I missed this episode. <laughs> I'll go back and listen. I got to hear the family yeah, vacation. Gotta, yeah, it's the pro version. <laughs> it's oh. all. A, I, don't it's have, a, I don't have Stitcher Premium. It's I can't a figure out how to the get big headline was she went to a bar. I went to a bar that closed. It's my favorite place <laughs> in, in the bar whole that world. Closed. Oh, okay. But under my breath, I said, and I'm mad at Enterprise. And they mm. skimmed over it, and I was totally fine with it. And then the randomly. I'm go back and a little Easter egg now. Yes. Randomly, a listener was going to work at Enterprise, and she they heard it and said, how can I help? And I was like, I don't, I don't think you can help. This is, it's, they are accusing me of certain stuff. And okay. All right. I Let's will all, say this you story has, say it, but we can guess this story has yeah. so many details except for you. You're like, uh, it was a tussle. Uh, there, they did some things to me. <laughs> like, I have well, no idea what the crux of the disagreement. It's, was. it's more of, I, I don't want to give out too much information because she did help me and uh, they contacted me and they apologized to me. Oh shit. And I was like, 
Whoa. Oh, nice. So, so and you're going to upload your W9 uh, <laughs> to uh, the cloud, right? And let these and let the Scoop Troop help you do your taxes this yeah. tax season? Yep. Are they called the Scoop Troop or are they called Handbook Heads? I forget. I'm sorry. Scoop Troop. Uh, that, we well, don't know. We don't either. do any of that anymore. <laughs> No, man. You've learned that engaging with them is dangerous. No, we just forgot. <laughs> this salad power hour thing is like the most like yeah. of a concept we've had, and we haven't even done it. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, I've I've eaten a plethora of salad. Mm-hmm. I do not feel well. I put the joke putting on the cute. Yeah, the visual gag of pouring all that dressing on the podcast didn't land. <laughs> and it just backfired. We all laughed. I was, I, I was loving it. Where do you guys see this show going in the next 10, 20 years? <laughs> 10, 20 years? <laughs> Patreon, Patreon for starters. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>